Why don't we all go to Costa Rica on holiday together? Let's go to Fingadelicho! My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So we've been buying from this farm for 12 years. 12 years is an awful long time to have a relationship with a coffee producer. Normally over that point, something happens where it kind of falls apart or doesn't quite uh, work out. But this was from the Cup of Excellence. Um, so uh, 2007, do my math, yeah, that is 12 years. Um, we bought this lot uh, and I purely bought it because I thought it was tasty. Um, cupped it on the table, thought it was a delicious coffee. Um, Found out later on in the year, the money that they got from Cup of Excellence, they built a football pitch, which I'm going to show you on the screen now. So here I am pitch side at uh, Finca de Licho, and uh, just absolutely amazing. Um, really, really cool football pitch, love it. Very important that every football ground has its own TV and has its fridge, obviously for refreshing drinks after a game of football, definitely not for beer. But then, this is where you can sit and watch the game. How cool is this? And that was what they wanted to spend their money on, but they also built a wet mill. And building a wet mill is something that um, became quite popular in those um, late, you know, 2005, 2006, 2007. And this started the micro mill revolution. Micro mill revolution is uh, something that um, kind of happened to uh, let producers take control of their own coffee. In the past, they were delivered to a big washing station and that washing station would really control how much they got for that coffee, where that coffee went. By having a micro mill, it means that you can sell it as your farm, uh, your process, and you can find your buyers. Um, and that's what Licho really have done um, from that. The way they could enter the Cup of Excellence was the big co-op that they worked at actually took samples from the coffees and went, you should put this into the Cup of Excellence. So they almost did themselves out of a job. Um, the irony of that is the exporter that we use now that put me in touch with Lee Cho was actually the person that picked out their lot when he worked for that cooperative. Um, so the story kind of just does this whole full circle, which I find uh, really fun and cool. You loved it last week. You're going to love it this week. It's time for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. So here we are trying to find a Roland again. I can catch him at the corner of my eye. He's uh, trying to edumacate himself with a very good book that I wholeheartedly recommend. But let's go and ask him a daft fact. Come with me. We need to approach with care. Hello, Steve. Hello, Roland. Do you have a daft fact for us for this week? I do. Did you know that Costa Rica have won three CONCAF tournaments? Very impressive. 1963, 1969 and 1989. And Roland doesn't like football. <laughs> oh, this is real old school showing the grinds. I, can't, I don't think I've done that since about 2009. So I've pre-ground some coffee, 30 grams of coffee. I'm going to use 500 mils of water. I'm going to pop it in there. Tear off my scales 
I'm um, going to show you the grind now on the screen. You can see uh, this is a little bit uh, finer than the one we used last week where we've got that coarseness for the cupping brewer. We're looking for a filter style. So you feel the grains, but it's kind of like sugar rather than bigger pieces. Um, so we're going to start off by adding 125 mil. And by the magic of film, we're going to speed forward 45 seconds and we're going to add some more then. Well, that was a long 45 seconds. Let's add another 125 mil. Now, I know a lot of you are going to say, Steve, you didn't bloom. See, I can hear you. Steve, you didn't bloom. Blooming is where you add water to the coffee, uh, a little bit of water before you add the main part. Um, people say, so it's the CO2 can escape. I can't find any reason for it. And when I've done different taste comparisons of coffees that have been bloomed with 70, 80 grams of water and then you add the rest, um, I haven't found a difference. Whereas um, some people do. Great, knock yourselves out. Uh, some people believe in fairies at the end of the garden too. Um, but for me, um, just get on with the brewing. Don't mess around. Like, yes, it's pretty and it's a fun bit of theatre to do. Um, but, you know, does it add to the cup? Um, I'm not so sure. So now we're going to wait 30 seconds until we add our final 125 grams, which will give us a total of 500 grams. So enter pose. So I'm going to add the final 125 grams, like so. And then I'm going to tell you some things about why I love the Chemex. Well, first of all, Chemex, only coffee brewer that's been inducted into the New York Institute of Design. And that's because it's normally beautiful. Uh, this is one of the glass handle ones, which are not so beautiful. It's also an eight cup, which is rather large. But it still is a very, very beautiful item. Fact number two. If you watch Friends very closely, you can see a Chemex in the kitchen of their house. It's a fact. Um, fact number three. It is the only coffee brewer that is mentioned in Ian Fleming's James Bond books. So if it's good enough for James Bond, it's good enough for me. So we're just waiting for the final bits to, to drain through. I've got a little bit of a stall going on, which is one of the faults of the Chemex. That's Sometimes it can stall. So we're going to cut and then he's suddenly going to be there. And by the pair of film, we are ready to go. So into the cupboard of doom. Let's see what we can get without looking. Oh, okay. So there's a story behind this one. Um, I actually bought this when I was in Colombia. Um, that's the only story I've got though. I liked it because it didn't have any handles and I thought that I could uh, dazzle the world with my great invention that I stole from a Colombian. But apparently it's quite common to have little ones like that so you can hold them and sip them um, like so. So let's get into it. So there's a real, like, like last week actually, a real orange acidity. You get this really kind of bright, satsuma-like acidity. Um, then you get this kind of like little bit of honeydew melon, so that sweet, sticky kind of juiciness to it. Um, get a real feeling of like a really high quality good honey as well um, that really just kind of like covers the tongue. But I think a lot of that is the texture of the coffee and the way that it tastes. One of my, if not my favorite uh, Costa Rican coffee in the world. Um, it is great coffee. I hope you're enjoying it at home. I hope you enjoyed the little facts about the Chemex. I'm gonna try not to brew on the Chemex every week like I have been the past few ye years even because I love it so much. But if you don't have one, you really should have one. Thank you very much for joining me. It's a pleasure to see you as always. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.
No. No comment. No comment. Damn you! Woo! Toot toot! Uh, this is breaking news, it has been. Gary is very tall.